All right. Welcome to this week's roundtable, which is going to be an adventure. We're we're awkwardly squished <laughs> to the camera. I don't know how audio is going to be, but part of our strategy at roundtable is uh, low quality. Is <laughs> we got that mastered. We got that mastered. We're really good at that. I was going to try to redeem like high quality content, and I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not high quality content. And it's low quality production. So, uh, but we're awkwardly squeezed into the frame. So if you're listening in podcast, uh, you can just to get a laugh, look at YouTube. And I've got my usual co-host Jeff Dodge and Austin Claver here. And basically uh, what we're doing is fighting isolation with fun conversations. And um, actually this week, um, I didn't tell you what the topic is. No. You were supposed to meet wise. with Austin yeah. and you were supposed to hang out. And I'm like, well, let's just do round table together. Nice. And it fits into this week's topic. Awesome. And so the fun conversation I want to have with you guys is related to this topic. And it's actually something that you and I were talking about this morning when we were hanging out. And I want to process this with you. And I want to see if you agree with this. And because this gets into... What if I don't? Will that make it even more fun? It'd be great. <laughs> I, I think it'll be fun. All right. Um, All right. But I think you will agree with it. But okay. I'm just more processing it. Mm-hmm. And what this, what this looks like. So we have, a lot of, um, we have a lot of young leaders like Austin. A lot of emerging leaders, exciting things going on. And, um, and I read this. I, and this is something I've reflected on in my own youthfulness. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm, st- I'm 44, so I, I don't know, I'm heading into the middle age, but I think youth is maybe I'm still in it to some extent, but I'm also looking back at the, uh, the me of 10, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And I came across this Spurgeon quote. Mm-hmm. He says, he says, young people, you must pray for your passions are strong and your wisdom is little. Oh mm-hmm. man. So, Okay, so that combined with our conversation this morning and one of my reflections on one of the ways that I've, my thinking has changed Mm. in the last 10 years Mm. is that I've begun to like in my youth, I think I was driven so much by ambition. Mm. And now as the older I get, I I feel like it's being trumped or uh, outweighed on the scale Mm. by faithfulness and friendship. Mm. Like what I'm seeing as to me, church was like, where are we going? What are we doing? Next place, next person. And, and kind of the ambition of the vision and the destination. Mm. And now I feel like that's kind of being surpassed or held in check by faithfulness and friendship. Yeah. Hmm. It's good. So help me process that. Like, is that, and and I'm going to find the Lord of the Rings quote. That's kind of, Mm. we probably already talked about it before, but. It'll be worth bringing up again. Okay. So help me process that. Cause (laughs) also it's connected to what you were working through. It's just decisions, life, seeing, Hmm. you know, the future. And you're just such a dynamic leader and you know where you're going. You know what you want. And I'm sitting here this morning just telling you, man. Be faithful. Mm. Dude, can you tell the story about the poster? Like, oh, yeah. Dude, I, well, this is, this is well, I came into college with big ambitions, didn't know the Lord, you know, wanting to achieve this awesome life, um, especially from the outside, be this world changer. 
inside this big, big framed poster. And on the, in the middle, I had a sticky note that said, change the world. And every morning I'd wake wow. up to this, like change the world. And it's this vague statement, right? Where you're like, man, I'm just going to become this awesome person. I'm going to meet influential people. I'm going to move to a really cool place. And then after a while, I was like, I'm not changing the world. Like I'm just another person in this, in this system right now. And then come to know the Lord my freshman year of college and eventually crossed out, changed the world. And right under it says, be faithful. Mm. And so the next year's is waking up every single day and it's be faithful. Wow. And it's your life quote. It's like, it's from Proverbs 3 where it says, never let loyalty and faithfulness be. Tie them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart. Mm. Then you will find favor and high regards with both God and people. Mm. And just that anthem of loyalty and faithfulness and mm-hmm. yeah. And still learning it. Like I'm I'm the end of the quote where I'm the young one who's ambitious, <laughs> who's passionate, and he's like, But your knowledge, it's little. <laughs> you know, you see Mark was telling me that today. I'm like, that's great. You just need a boss who's like, Man, your knowledge and your wisdom is little. <laughs> uh, the ambition of and the excitement and the yeah. passion of youth is energizing mm. totally mm. but yet i don't know how do you process that the idea of faithfulness and friendship trump mm. ambition yeah and well know? and i i think of the times when i was your age austin that i had guys my age like mm. over me and in, in ministry or bosses or whatever and were more irritated by my ambition, more irritated by my kind of reckless enthusiasm, because I was definitely on that spectrum of going for it, doing whatever it takes, lay it all, you know, leave it all on the field kind of thing. And, and I think I really felt often the patronizing mm-hmm. looks that, Hey, you just need. So it felt way too often like um, a corrective coming down to yeah. me, like yeah. dampen that you're right. foolishly ambitious. You know what I mean? Mm. And so as I've reflected on those moments and, and how dispiriting that was to me, I want to figure out now as a man of my age, how to encounter a man of your age mm. and help shape your knowledge, wisdom and all that without ever dispiriting you, without ever mm. In fact, I want to raise the temperature of your ambition while pulling the reins back because without the wisdom and knowledge that we know from the scriptures only comes as you journey through life with Christ, um, you do have to wait to be kind of set free, you know, like really turn loose. Um, So, but how to do that in a way that keeps you Mm. leaning forward, full of ambition, but also glad to be partnering with guys right. our age you know what i mean and yeah. not feel the chafing i guess that's what i often felt is yeah. kind of the chafing more like put down more like a dog who's kind of being pulled back all the time by the leash mm-hmm. instead of train how to be the best dog i can be at any given age. you know what i mean like yeah. instead of always just feeling the leash come back yeah and that just gets old that's not mm-hmm. that's not training that's just resistance at a certain mm. point. You know what I mean? So Yeah, which I think God has been gracious to me to allow, as young leaders come in, to have the guardrails mm. of just our older, more paternal mm. um, followers of Jesus. It's like, 
I get to imitate you guys as you imitate Christ. And I love that there is this freedom where you're like, hey man, just run. Mm. Like you're, I don't, I've never felt like suppressed and mm. you teach VST. And so the knowledge you're like getting saturated that and just the faithfulness of like a spiritual father, you know? Mm. And so. Yeah. So the, the thing, um, what I, what I think about in my youthfulness of with ambition is, is your focus on kind of the next thing or the goal mm. or the vision of where you want to be. And, and I understand this because I mean, Paul says in Acts 20, um, I consider my life worth nothing to me, except that I may I, I complete the task, yeah. finish the race, complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the gospel of God's grace. So that mm-hmm. ambition is good. Like yes. My whole life goal is to preach Christ. Yeah. But I think where it comes into like church world is the danger of seeing people as a means yes. to getting to your wow. end. Wow. So yeah, people are useful. It's like turning people into commodities, like mm-hmm. raw materials that can be traded <laughs> yeah. and just like, you know, wow. copper or gold. It's just like, you're just a, an item that serves a purpose. Right. But I think part of why I'm including like faithfulness and friendship, Trump ambition is, is I just don't, What's changed is is seeing people in a different way. Mm-hmm. That they're not people are not useful. They don't. It's not about yeah. what someone can do for me, or even spiritualized like for mm-hmm. the mission. Right. It's just like they value. They're valued as a image bearer of God who's totally. loved by God, and and then focusing on more of like the heart of pastoral ministry. It's not necessarily like where you're going, but it's it's who's in front of you that yeah. you're loving. And I don't know. It, I think I think a big thing, the way you're describing, you know, like these are somewhat new thoughts coming in your head. Like I just I I want to be like that Psalm one kind of faithful that is ever changing, ever growing. You know, when you see a vibrant you know, tree planted by good mm. water, you know, like the Psalm one uh, metaphor there, um, their leaves fall and then grow and fall. Like they're yeah. in constant change because yeah. if you're a lot, you're in a constant state of change. And I just think about how many times I've changed my mind. Like you talk about VST, wow. my own theological stance, not on the major central doctrines, but on so many aspects of my understanding the Bible, I think differently mm-hmm. now. And, and just to always create that vibe where um to welcome a guy your age onto this moving highway where you will always be a learner you'll always have some more to you know it's it's like when i talked about it in a message a couple times ago that the more you know the more you realize you don't know like the chasm just keeps growing i get up to a new vista i can only see how much further i have to go man i just i I just want to always sincerely hmm. believe that so that you're being welcomed onto a quest, not get where I am as if there's some plateau to right. get to and then just level off. And, oh man, when you get to be Jeff's age, you stop thinking new thoughts. You stop growing hmm. in certain ways. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to be, I mean, even my political thoughts or whatever, you know what I mean? Like I think right. differently about the world hmm. I live in 
than what I did even five years ago, 10 years ago. Mm. I think that's important, right? Because we're supposed to be ever growing and learning and changing. And um, so I, I hope there's always upward progress. Which I think that testifies to younger men and younger women looking up to younger or to older fathers and mothers of the faith, because it's like, you are that tree who's been by the flowing streams for longer and longer and longer. And, you know, so over the years, it's like, you've, you've had all of those seasons where you've changed You're like, Oh, this decade, this is how I viewed the world. This next decade, this next decade, mm. this next decade, I'm in my second decade. Yeah. <laughs> and so just like even life experience and even more just life with Jesus, you know, that's such a cool thing to be able to sit under. It's almost like right. we're a tree underneath a bigger tree. And, you know, the trees mm. that you looked at, oh. God raised up. And You are in your third decade. I mean, you're in your 20s, right? Third decade. Oh, third decade. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm not good with math. I don't, so know. I don't know. You're not 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'm you're not, not 12 years old. I would not be fit for me to use this. Oh, man. If anyone could do it, you could if, do it. If, if I ever get to correct somebody on any kind oh, of mathematical yeah. thing, that's yeah. like a Good. wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks right. for that gift, Austin. Austin's 23. And, uh, <laughs> all right. So here's the quote. This is the one that to me is like becoming more of the gold standard of what I see as kind of the, the ethos, the culture of Veritas mm. is, and here it is. You've heard me a lot on this. And it was a, it's a description um, about the Lord of the Rings series. And this, cause this uh, person from the Ted, like the Ted talk, mm. Ted talks, that team is trying to encourage people about different things to read during quarantine. Mm. And, and this is what um, this, this person says, something about the fellowship of the ring that gave me a real sense of hope and satisfaction was the idea that in the face of even the most insurmountable obstacles, all you have to focus on is the next step and filling each little step with warmth, togetherness and good meals is as integral to the mission as the goal itself. In this case, destroying the one ring in the fires of Mordor. Come for the gripping high stakes fantasy adventure. Stay for the best camping trip in literary history. Mm. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, the whole books, they're kind of like a group of, very different people. Yeah. On oh, a, yeah. Sort of on a camping trip. Yeah. <laughs> Going through all kinds of adventures. And stumbling along. Stumbling. They get split up. There's some people that are, you know, become traitors and mm -hmm. people yeah. get killed. It's just like they're on this journey together. But he's saying as important, he's, and I love this line where it's like, and filling each little step with warmth, togetherness, and good meals. So those friendships uh -huh. are as integral to the mission uh -huh. as the goal itself uh -huh. like your friendships and who you're going with and it's it's as important as even destroying the ring yeah because you're well, you're in it together and you need those warm meals yeah dude. the togetherness and um yeah and that's one of the things i, I thank god for the yeah. friendships that we have yeah. and, and uh so who do you think we'd but, be so here, here, here's, uh, my, here's what I'm, I'm saying like 
Unfortunately, right now, Gandalf the Grey. I'm thinking Gimli. Short, fat. He's got the big beard, and when he runs, you know, yeah. I've always said my jog and my sprint look amazingly yeah. similar. Like, you know what I mean? So you're probably Legolas, you know, because oh, you're the young my spry. Yeah. Aragorn. The young, oh, yeah. Aragorn. No, Dude, no, no. I think it's kind of like age, but also you're like. What? I mean, you must play Veritas Premier League soccer. Jim <laughs> oh, no. Lee's passed that a little bit. Yeah, that's right. I asked, that's right. I had, I asked a guy, we actually did this. A guy uh, was asking me this, what, what character would you, and he would be one of, are they called the, the Ents? Oh, the Ents. Yeah, the trees. The trees. Mm-hmm. Just these, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't remember what his thing was, but there's there's somebody for there's, there's who you are and there's who you want to be. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? <laughs> absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, it's a it's a fun it's a fun I see I think comparison because everyone can find themselves in that story mm-hmm. in the Lord and, of and probably in different episodes or different books. Yeah. You you kind of the hero kind of changes, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, man, I don't want to give anything away if you have not yet, you know, read it or watched the movies or whatever. But I remember at one point, and you guys will know the point where it is, I actually thought Samwise was going, because I hadn't read him at all before. This was right. just, uh, several years ago now, but right. I didn't know the storyline. The movies hadn't been out, you know what I mean? Mm. And so at that, there's a turning point where I thought Samwise, I'm like, oh, this whole time, I thought, you know, mm. so it's cool, though, how different moments, different ones kind of rise to the yep. occasion. Yep. And, and and that's a beautiful picture, too, of, of just the church, right? Mm. I mean, there's yep. a time and a season and a reason for different ones to kind of exert their prominence into the story and then to go back and find their rightful place again. And somebody else ends up, yep. you know, the limelight keeps changing a oh. lot. You realize how integral everybody mm. is in the overall well, even even uh, Tolkien described himself, the character that he is in that book, or most resonates with is Faramir. Mm-hmm. Really? You know, the, yeah. the younger son that's yeah. kind of overlooked by the dad and more into arts and mm-hmm. history or whatever. I mean, just, mm-hmm. just uh, yeah. yeah, whereas his brother was more the warrior, the bold, brave, mm-hmm. and, and Faramir is like, ends up being, you know, kind of... Uh, just he's a good man in yeah. his own way and he, yeah. he honors and he's fascinated by the hobbits you know like who are you guys you're you you guys honor farmers and gardeners yeah i, I like your people yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but mm. it's that, that moment where he says to his father you know if i make it back from this battle think better of me father wow you know just so wow. overlooked so understands how deeply mm his father overlooks him and he, he won't ever can, you know, and just wow. desperate so much, even asking his father to think better of him if he should happen wow. to survive wow. the battle that he's Man. been sent into. And well, we, pure we, heart. we started on a thing on faithfulness Sorry. and friendship. <laughs> we digressed into we Lord digress. of the Rings. Um, but to bring it back on yeah. the idea of, You've got this amazing mission, preach the gospel into all the earth. That's, I mean, that is the great mm. mission of the church mm-hmm. for us to make learning followers of Jesus. Um, that ambition can, can swell up in us and turn into, mm. in some ways, selfish ambition. And I see 
just the integrity of, of pastoral ministry yeah. that, that I think needs to be held in check by just yeah. faithfulness, friendship, seeing people not as useful, but as, um, but as people that were loved by God. And that's ultimately what we're called mm. to do. Shepherd the flock that's among us. Anyway, those yeah. are some, have you, have you read yet strong and weak? I can't remember by Andy Crouch. No, I haven't yet. So what they're all going to hear in live, you know, <laughs> real time or whatever. That's what I'm going to be giving you today when we hang out oh, is the book cool. Strong and Weak because you've read it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just think it's, I wish I had read it as a younger mm-hmm. man, as a younger leader. Uh, and maybe we should do a whole just talk, you know, a, a round table yeah. on, on that book because he talks about the constant tension of rising in authority as you are also increasing in vulnerability. He used the mm. word vulnerability for that. And how off, if you get off from that perfect tension of both of those growing in tension, mm. um, things get broken pretty quickly. So in other words, if you have all authority, but no vulnerability, wow. you exploit people, wow. raw mm. authority without, you know, anyway, so, uh, the book is a lot about the um, uh, the errors of not finding that perfect tension that in that mm. quadrant, but um, but I just think about as a young man, that's what God. That's why in First Timothy three he says, "Hey, don't don't uh, you know push forward a novice in in his faith because if, if you push somebody into eldership, power, you know, leadership, give too much authority to somebody." who hasn't yet learned the deep humility of vulnerability, mm. you make him actually very vulnerable to Satan. <laughs> he, he actually is, is putting himself in jeopardy at that point. You know what I mean? So anyway, figuring out how to do the Jesus way of matching authority with vulnerability mm. is critical, I think, for a young yeah. leader. So, mm. yeah. So we're going to cool. be talking. Yeah. About maybe, <laughs> maybe that'll be a round table in the future. Yeah. yeah. The strong weekend. Um, he has such great insights oh. uh, in, in that book and, and yeah. everything he writes. Mm. So um, anyway, well, maybe that's next time. Um, so, well, that's that's all I got for nice. today. It was just, I think one of our, I guess, sayings here at the roundtable should be, hey, welcome to the roundtable. We just start talking until we figure <laughs> out what we're going to say. Um, so anyway. That's been a good conversation. Yeah, no, it's it's it was a fun conversation. I, I um, yeah, we'd love for you to, I don't know. Closes with prayer. Yeah. I'd yeah. Love to. Yeah, Lord, we, um, all of us are so dependent on you. And as long as you have given us another day of life and breath and everything else, we want to be found faithful. It doesn't matter if we are on the front end of that journey or way deeper into that journey, Lord. Um, we are so dependent on you to direct our ways, to protect us from the evil one, to nourish us, to guide us, Lord. And so um, help us to stay in that posture, Lord. And I I do want to pray right now for those who are especially encountering some real difficulties, um, some really dark valleys that you have led them into. Uh, Would you sustain them with grace and truth, guide them as only you, Good Shepherd, can? And for those of us who have been entrusted with any kind of leadership, Lord, help us to be the kind of shepherds 
that we see in you, Jesus. Help us to model our lives after yours um, so that we might present your church, your people, as that beautiful, radiant people uh, that you love deeply and that we love kind of uh, because you love them and because you love us. So Lord, that's, that's what we're praying for. Help us to be good and faithful to that calling you've given us. And we pray in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Have a great week. We'll see you next time.